Hotel Harrington, Washington, D.C. Alex Riley opened his eyes with a start. His heart beat wildly and he was covered in sweat. An anguished groan tried to leave his throat. After a few seconds, he realized it had all been a dream and his heart rate finally started to fall. He blinked a few times, trying in vain to focus his vision. He shut his eyelids tightly for a couple of seconds, but the result was the same. All he saw was a diffuse yellow rectangle against a dark background. Then the gears in his head started turning like a clock, reluctant to start, and he started to process information. His sense of balance told him he was lying down, and what he saw in front of him was really above him. It was nothing more than the light from the street reflecting on the ceiling in the room. His sense of touch told him the soft surface he was on was probably a fluffy mattress, and his sense of hearing caught the muffled purrs of several car's engines. His mouth, dry, still held the taste of the last glass of whiskey from the night before, and as he inhaled deeply to shake off the last mist of sleep, the subtle smell of jasmine struck his nostrils, and a feeling he could define only as pure happiness caused him to move his lips in the shape of a smile. He turned to his right and found the source of that subtle perfume. She had her back to him, her head on a pillow. The white sheets emphasized the tan skin of her neck and shoulders, over which a cascade of black hair flowed. Unable to resist the urge, he stretched a hand out to graze the base of her neck and slid his fingertips along her silky skin slowly enough to memorize every perfect imperfection of that body that seemed modeled by God or the devil with the sole purpose of being desired. Driven by inescapable arousal, Riley moved his body toward hers until, beneath the sheets, he rested against her buttocks, and with his hand on her hip, he gently pulled her toward him. Her breathing deepened and a slight shudder ran down her naked body. Carmen de Bas turned languidly as if still asleep, and it took her a few moments to open her eyes. Dark and incredibly intense, her gaze was one most men would give their lives to attract. Carmen lifted a hand and ran her fingers through Riley's messy hair. Then she caressed his cheek, rough with a few days' beard, and touched the scar that served as a reminder of what had brought them together some years ago in a Spanish tavern. That nightmare again, she asked quietly, putting her hand on his sweaty forehead. Riley nodded in the darkness. Again. It's just a dream, she murmured gently. It's not real. It hasn't happened and it won't happen. It took Alex a moment to respond. I don't know. I do. Forget it. I wish I could. Carmen sat up halfway, resting her elbow on the pillow. I'm not going to die, she argued impatiently. Neither are you or Jack or Julia or Cesar, not even Marco. That damn virus sunk with the Daimos. End of story. And if they try to do it again, he argued, looking right at her. And if they finally succeed? Carmen frowned. Would you mind telling me what's the matter with you? 
Riley tiredly ran a hand over his face and exhaled deeply. I don't know. It's something. I don't know how to explain it. Like a premonition that something terrible is about to happen. It's because of the nightmare, Alex. No, it's not that. He shook his head. I think this nightmare is... He needed a moment to find the words. More than that. More than that. It sounds crazy, but I think it's more than just a dream. It's too real, like... Like a memory, like it actually happened. But it didn't. Not yet. Carmen looked at him quietly, sitting up until her back was leaning against the headboard. What are you really worried about, Alex? What am I really worried about? He tutted. I don't know, me.